Good morning, America. How's everyone doing? I know that this will probably go up at like 5 p.m. and then it's not morning, but I hope you had a good morning. I don't know what to say. Um, you know what? Don't judge me. I'm drinking my tea. So good. I had my coffee this morning, so I'm drinking like a nice little decaf tea, getting the podcast mood. Today's been really productive. I um I went on a ride, which was really fun, and I almost threw up. That was also really fun because I think I read something. I don't who the heck posted it. I don't know. I follow someone, and they shared something that was like, "Your mind gives up before your body." So <laughs> here I am trying to take like put this into existence and like ride like so freaking hard. So I'm here like pushing myself to the limit and then I realize that I'm about to die like I'm about to throw up and it's not a good vibe and I had popcorn for breakfast I know that's not healthy I'm sorry they were just like on the dinner table it was on the dinner table and I just was like okay this sounds really good so I had popcorn and at that moment when I was giving it my all really pushing myself I could taste the popcorn coming up. Is that too much? Is that too, like, too much? I don't know, but that's how I felt. Okay, so, I don't know. Maybe don't listen to all the advice that you see on Instagram. And that's kind of my lesson for today. And that's it. So you guys can, I'm just kidding. No, um, yeah. So that was a traumatizing little moment for me. But what's nice is that I was able to realize that I was going to die. And... I like just kind of slowed down a little bit more, listen to my body, try to like get my breath in line with like the movements that I was doing and then I was fine and then I got back up and I killed it and it was awesome. But yeah, other than that, it's been great. I I just love Mondays. I know this is going to go up tomorrow, but you know, it is what it is. I I just felt really inspired to record today and I think I should take opportunities to record if I'm feeling like I want to speak or I want to share because that's the reason why I started this podcast is like I would get an idea and usually in the middle of the night. I don't know if anybody else gets their like best ideas in the middle of the night, but I do. I'll just like wake up after I have a dream and I'm like, oh, that's what I should talk about. And and then I would like, I, I mean, I can't record. I can record at midnight, but then I would wake up Jackie and Oliver. And it just wouldn't be good for everybody. But the point is, is I get my best ideas at night or sometimes when I'm driving and just doing whatever. And I'm like, this is when I should take the opportunity to record because that's when I'm feeling most creative or like I have the most to say about a certain subject. Um, And that's kind of how I feel right now. I just I got done with my ride. I was pretty productive this morning and I just want to speak. So um, for today. We're just going to have a lot of ASMR moments. Um, But I want to talk about mental health, uh, mental health awareness. Um, I think it's just become more mainstream lately. And I didn't even know that we had a, we were celebrating it. Mental health, what is it? Mental health awareness day last week, last Monday. I'm like, that's cool. I didn't even know. And I could have talked about it last week, but I didn't. So I'm talking about it now because it's something I've always dealt with. And I feel like a lot of people are dealing with. And I don't know how anybody else feels, 
But at least for me, when I was younger, it wasn't a topic that we just were open about. It wasn't something that we talked about. It was like, just suppress those oops, just suppress those emotions. And now, I mean, I work with kids and it is so cool how open they are about talking about their emotions. Sometimes I'm talking to the children and I'm like, what in the world? Why are you so much more advanced than I am? It is so cool. Um, like this one, there's this one kid that I work with. He's precious. He calls me his best friend, BT Dubs. Um, but he struggles with keeping his hands to himself or like just, he just has like so much love to give and he doesn't know how to respect people's boundaries. So we're trying to teach him boundaries, you know, and we like constantly remind him like, hey, these are our bodies and we have to ask for permission, you know, talk about consent, whatever. But so he has this conversation with us all the time and we decided we were going to play a game of tag or like a game that you had to incorporate tag in and the teacher or, you know, my partner who was, we were working together, she shared that this point in the game was kind of like tag and she would just go around and tap you on the shoulder and then that meant that you were out and you had to sit out for the the next rounds so whatever we're playing this game you know and then she taps him on the shoulder this kid who like is really bad with boundaries and (laughs) he goes um miss blah 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 I just feel like I don't want you to touch me can you please keep your hands to yourself and she's like oh okay, that's totally fine. You know, even though it was a game of tag, like she just tapped him on the shoulder, but he was so open about like, hey, can you just not tap me on the shoulder? Um, It makes me feel uncomfortable. And then the teacher was easily kind of like, okay, well, let's just high five instead. And it was just so great to see that for me. I like giggled in the moment because I'm like, how amazing that that kid can just openly like set his boundary. And I know that if I were eight years old, I think he's in third grade, I would not be able to set that boundary. You know, I think I've always been kind of like a, I was a feisty child. Like I always was very outspoken, but not about those kinds of things. I think it was just like, um, oh man, I don't even know how to explain it because I feel like I'm not afraid to say what I have to say, but then at the same time, It's like I hold back from saying things to not make other people uncomfortable. So like I'm a people pleaser. Okay. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll just say it. I'll come out and say it. I'm a people pleaser. (laughs) But it's good to know that kids are are doing better and they're able to recognize how they're feeling and then say it without feeling like I'm going to hurt this person's emotions. That's cool. And I love being a part of an environment where I get to encourage kids to do that and then it motivates me to do that what's interesting is I wonder what my my students think like I wonder if they think that I'm just like this professional wizard who is just so good at setting boundaries and speaking my feelings and being brave and like just being the best possible version of myself every single day when in reality I feel like we all have these like demons that we're struggling with or like these like really um, I don't I don't want to say really bad, but just like these habits that we've gotten into that hold us back from being authentic. Um, 
But speaking on how that relates to mental health is that all of those habits, kind of, at least for me, built up because my family always kind of talked about how it, it just wasn't possible for a kid to be depressed or to be anxious or to have all of these like, I don't know, confusing emotions, but it is completely normal. And of course, you don't want to hear that a child is going through that. But if a child isn't given the resources or the tools to process those emotions, then how, how do you expect them to feel? Obviously, they're going to get anxiety or depression. Like, yes, I was, I was going through like a really hard time when I was younger because I didn't know what I was feeling. And I remember my parents, oh my gosh, for a while, I think I, I feel so bad because I, I like resented my parents because I felt like, I was like, why would you guys not talk to me about how I was feeling? Or why wouldn't you it like communicate things with me? And they would leave me in the dark and they wouldn't give me certain information so that I wouldn't have to process things. I'm like, what the heck? So I always kind of felt like I was two steps behind or like I was being left in the dark because I wasn't strong enough to process emotions. And this really like just kind of impacted the way that I am in all of my relationships. Like, I don't know, just, I guess like, um, with boyfriends and with friends, because I just kind of, because I had this idea that I wasn't strong enough to process emotions or communicate my emotions, I would just kind of like hold myself back and shut down and be like, okay, well, I don't want to talk about this. Or I'll just like avoid a situation just because I'm like, um, this isn't good. Like, and I won't be, I won't be strong enough to do it. But now I think that I'm trying to tell myself that no one is perfect in this. No one is perfect at saying what they need. No one is perfect at saying how they're feeling. And it's just practice that counts the most. And honestly, if you are surrounding yourself with people who care about you, people who want you to do better, people who really want to provide like the best for you, they're going to be compassionate enough to be like, yeah, you know what? That's totally fine. Or they're going to try to try to um, meet you in the middle and help you process those emotions. Oh my goodness. I had someone in my life because you're going to, the, the truth is you're going to run into people who aren't going to provide a safe place for you to express your emotions. And that sucks. And I, I've been through it. It is so annoying because I feel like, because I already kind of struggled with it. And then I was trying to open up when I received that, like, nope, you're wrong. Or like, you don't know you're, you're this, you're that. Then I was like, oh wait, I would get really confused. Cause then I didn't know if I was, what I was feeling is right or wrong. And I'm like, you know what? Now that I've had time to reflect on those relationships and those people, I'm like, I, what I'm feeling is fine. Okay. I went through this and I can't change how I feel. Yes, I can change how I respond, but this is just how I feel right now. And it is not wrong. And I feel like you need to, if you're struggling with this, if somebody is telling you that your emotions aren't right, or if you're crazy, you're not crazy. Like you are just, you're feeling something that's completely human. And whether you need to learn the skills to communicate those emotions or not, you know, that's, 
that's on you. And that's everybody's healing journey. Nobody else has to tell you how to do things. Yes, you have people in your life who are going to encourage you to have better, more open conversations, but never in a way that feels shameful. Okay. Anyway, but I've definitely been in those kinds of relationships, um, you know, with friends and partners that have made me feel like, am I freaking wrong right now? And it sucks, but uh, girl, you are not wrong. And boy, you are not wrong. Like we are, it's, it's just, it's a tough time. Um, but man, I think that I've just kind of been on this healing journey and I think I'm constantly kind of learning. And every single time I think that I'm right where I'm supposed to be, I'm like, yeah, I finally mastered that. That I like, God puts me in a situation where I'm like, um, maybe I haven't. But then I think it's all part of the mental health, uh, you know, awareness It is just to be compassionate with yourself. Um, and I mean, I think that I definitely still have moments of anxiety that comes up and anxiety is completely normal. Um, I think I used to be really bad. Like I would just completely isolate myself and just like throw myself in a whirlwind of thoughts and it was just not good or I wouldn't eat and I would lose a lot of weight just because I was just, I could not eat. I literally could not eat and I just, oh, I felt so bad. Um, or like little depressive episodes that I would go through. I just, that was not fun. I would just sleep all the time. I would literally go at home from work and just go to sleep. Or I, when I was in college in Tucson, that was a really dark time for me. Oh my God. I don't even like to go back to those days just cause it was very, I just, man, I was going through it, like, which was crazy because I was also having a really good time, like, with my friends, and I was loving making all these new connections and being more confident in myself, like, kind of, you know, like, I was trying new things, I was just, like, I don't know, getting, meeting new friends who thought I was funny, like, and, but then at the same time, I would be alone, and then I would feel so empty, and I remember one day, I think about this all the time. God bless my roommate, Yolanda. She was such a gem and I still love her. But I was like on the couch one day and she was sweeping and I just was like, hey, I feel really, really sad right now. And all I want to do is sleep. And I think that was like one of the moments where I was pretty open with her. And I don't know. I think that's kind of the moment in my life where I started to be more open about just being depressed or anxious. Um, oh gosh, that was really sad. But it was cool to have her support. And and whenever I do open up about those things, and I have now, I feel like I'm not really ashamed of any of that. Maybe at that point in my life I was because I didn't want anyone to kind of like judge me by those emotions because I remember when I was younger, when I was going to a therapist, I had all my uncles and my aunts, my cousins were like, oh, Jesse is so sad and like we shouldn't we shouldn't talk about this around Jesse or like and it was it was just hard because then I felt like something was wrong with me um but now that I've just kind of like owned it and owned those emotions I'm like yeah I'm sad and what what are you gonna do about it we're all sad you know like I'm like I'm working through it I'm moving forward and I think that's the cool part 
about it is that I used to let my anxiety and depression kind of like run me or define me. And now I'm like, no, baby, you can, you are just in the back seat. You come up once in a while, but I got you under control. And that is what's cool. Um, but I've tried everything. I think that after Tucson, dark times, dirty tea, really did me dirty. Um, I moved to Phoenix just cause I was like, okay, well my life is going downhill here. So I'm going to go up somewhere else. And maybe you might call that running away from your problems. I call it exploring and moving up. And it was really good for me, but I think a little bit, I, I obviously didn't like move to Phoenix and all of that kind of just switched. And I was a happy little camper. I was definitely still dealing with some emotions that I hadn't processed yet. And I just was like, okay, whatever. But I was like trying to build new habits, but then also I was still kind of doing the bad things that, not the bad things, or, you know, you know the deal. If you've been through it, it's just, it's kind of messy and it's a challenge. But um, I tried everything. I tried, I, I don't even think that I've ever kind of shared this with a lot of people, but I got on medication at one point and it was like good for a little bit, but then there was like other parts of me that just like weren't aligned or I just like didn't feel like I was fully myself. So that was kind of a challenge. I tried like three different medications and oh my God, like I feel like in some aspects they were super helpful and in other ways, like I just didn't feel in control. And one of the things that have has been really important to me recently um, or not recently for a while is just like being in control of my mind and my body. Um, no one else knows what I'm thinking. No one else knows like my true ability except for myself. I get to push those boundaries. And once I kind of realized that, I think that I knew that I didn't want that kind of assistance in my life. So I let go of medication. And that's kind of when I started transitioning to believing more. I mean, I've always believed in God, but I think that I never really, um, I would go through like phases where I would trust in him or trust in his word. Um, just like be more aligned with my faith and really kind of using that as a vessel to power me through these challenging moments. I think that I would go through phases, but I dedicated myself to, you know what, this is what I'm going to use. Like, this is something that has always been consistent. This is something that has never let me down. I just need to go with it. And honestly, that's kind of living my best life. That has been one of my biggest things for my mental health, at least. And also, I know nobody likes, I don't want to be one of those like people who's like, you need to go to the gym. You need to like blah, 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 work out. I don't want to be one of those people like, but oh my gosh, it is so cool to push your limits when you're working out. You know, I know that I was always kind of nervous about going to the gym just because I didn't feel like I was good enough. My ex-boyfriend, he was, I mean, he liked to go to the gym and he was like intense. If I worked out with him one day, he would be like, let's do this. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, I can't do that. And I would, I would push through it because I'm, I'm a warrior. Okay. Like I will not let myself down. I will keep going. I think there was one time where I was like, dude, I'm going to throw up, <laughs> but, um, I will try to keep up with those things, but it feels so good to, um, like once you're done, it feels like, I don't know, it feels good, like rewarding. But something that I, I figured 
or I notice helps me the most, especially if I want to get fit or it holds not fit. If I want to work out and I need something that holds me accountable, group classes. Those are awesome. I started, I used to do boxing in Tucson, which was so freaking fun. And I felt like such a badass. I'm like, I can kick anybody's ass right now. I was just, I I loved putting on the gloves. I loved like wrapping my wrist up and punching bags and stuff. It was just kind of like a therapeutic moment. But also I felt so strong. Like I remember they used to call me Canelita. And if you don't know the reference, Canelo, ginger boxer. Are you joking? He's fine. He's so fine. And he's so cute. And he's so like just oh my gosh, I don't know, I just, so I would call myself Canelita, and I would just, oh man, if you can see me, I'm just like punching in the air right now, just because that's how, it made me feel empowered, and it was something that I like looked forward to every single week, Um, I think that when I moved to Phoenix, I didn't really know how to get back into my fitness, Um, I started, I've always, I think I bought a bike last year, and I love riding my bike. It's been really fun, but I felt like it was more of like a la 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 kind of vibe for me. And I wanted something that was more intense. I was going to the gym, but I hate doing cardio at the gym. So I signed up for like a cardio group class thing. And it's been really fun. I really like that just because I'm like, it's cool to be competitive with other people and with myself and just kind of see how I show up and just like, I don't know, meet milestones, but that has really helped my mental health. I think just like putting myself through the challenges that I create and then I overcome them is kind of like a metaphor for anything that I'm going through in my life. Um, It lets me know or kind of gives me that hope that I can get through that too. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think that we all kind of have to find our something that keeps us grounded, something that keeps us going or motivated, especially during those times where we're going through a lot of anxiety or depression or whatever you might be going through. It's not the same for everyone. And what I need and what works for me is not going to work for somebody else. Um, But I think it's important to have the conversations that are open or it is important to practice all these things and share what you're doing because it gives other people ideas and again i know i say it all the time but we just need to like serve each other and help each other be better versions of ourselves so i'm all for those open conversations and i think that that's the reason why this is a completely side like side note but i have been kind of battling like where i should go after graduation since it's coming up and honestly i want to be a ceo like bad bad B, you know, just kill it in the game, in the corporate game, and just like, just be amazing. However, something about nonprofit and working with kids, I love it so much. Like, the amount of freedom that I have, but then like also resources that I have to teach these kids about just different things that are important to me that I struggled with, is so cool. And I think that's what I've always kind of been passionate about. Like I remember thinking about high school, I was always kind of intrigued by I liked camp, um student council camp just because 
I did a lot of stuff or I talked to a lot of people or I was able to open up to other people who were like me um, in a place where I didn't feel judged. And I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't even know what I was practicing, but it was just so good for me. And I remember thinking when I would leave and, you know, interacting with other peers in my school, like if they had the opportunity that I had here, oh my gosh, they would thrive. And I wasn't like going around and pointing at people being like, hey, like you're, you're really struggling with this. Like you need to do this. Not at all. But I feel like if more opportunities were available to students for them to do those things without having to pay like $400, $500 just to go to camp for two days, like that would be so cool. And that's something that I want to create in the future, hopefully. Oh my gosh. But for now, I think I really like I feel like I'm doing a little bit of that work at the Boys and Girls Club. Like I get to whatever I'm feeling inspired or whatever I want to encourage or teach the kids. Like I get to do that. And that's so cool. Oh my gosh. And my new, my new boss is amazing. She's just so passionate about mindfulness and mental health and all these things. And it just keeps me going. It is really, really cool to be surrounded by people who see the same vision that you see especially for children, because they are, like, I mean, I know it's cliche, but they're the future leaders of our world. Like, we need to give them the tools. We need to help them get through those difficult conversations, give them the confidence to do what they want to do. Like, why are we holding kids back? Why are we not giving them the tools until they're 18 and then already, like, messed up a million times? And they're like, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I jumped into the world and I didn't know anything about mindfulness. I didn't know anything about the importance of arguments and the styles that we argue, our verbiage, like all this stuff. I had no idea. So I was just jumping in to the world without any of these tools. And I'm like, if I think that if I can give these kids a little bit of advice, a little bit of the resources that I've learned, that they will just be like, 10 times more successful than I am. And I want that for them. I, I'm fine with being a few years behind as long as they continue that. And as long as I can kind of empower anyone to be confident in themselves, regardless of the demons that they're fighting. I don't know. That's just my vibe. I know it's kind of all over the place, but I just really felt passionate about this. Um, and I think I'm just kind of starting a new week, kind of trying to set the intentions and the goals for the week. I'm just, I'm just here and I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about how I can push myself this week. So yeah, I don't know. I hope this kind of inspires you to kind of set the intention for the week. I don't really have anything else to say besides, you know, I'll see you next week. But yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. Thank you for listening. I know it kind of felt like a rant, but I feel like that's how I feel right now. I feel like, oh, aggressive. Aggressive is good. Like to me, I'm using aggressive as like, woo, you know, like empowered. Like I'm good. Let's go. Let's kill these goals. Like I just feel so good right now. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Be aggressive. Just be aggressive. Go get your crap done. Go do what you got to do. I, I know if this is starting to sound like I am like a positive art. No, no, no. What is it? Like a motivational podcast. I don't know if this is what I wanted. I, I don't want it 
to be this way because I don't think that I'm like super, um, how do I say it? I don't think that I'm a professional in this at all. This is just what I'm thinking. This is, this is just what goes through my mind. And then I'm like, I want to talk about it. So here it is. This is what I'm talking about. I'm just here to show up. And if you are listening, thank you. I am going to kill Monday now. And you will hear this tomorrow. So I hope you guys have a good day. And maybe this will go up in the morning. And it'll be like a nice little journey for you to work. And if you're going to work, have fun. Don't fight your coworkers. Don't fight the customers. I don't know where I was going with that. Just have a good day. (laughs) Okay, bye guys. I'll see you next week.